This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, as I told you a couple days ago, uh, this is big. This is really big. The FBI is in possession of a document, uh, the testimony of an informant, a very reliable informant, who made the case that Joe Biden is a... uh, is selling out his country. Joe Biden took bribes, $5 million for him, $5 million for Hunter, to uh, force the uh, Ukrainians to fire a prosecutor who was looking into the company for which Hunter Biden worked. <laughs> Hunter Biden was on the board making $83,000 a month. He demanded a payment. Joe Biden got $5 million. Hunter got $5 million. They hid it through various... LLCs and shell companies, but now the truth is unfolding. And I told you the other day, I said, there will be indictments. There will be indictments because of this. And I was right. There is an indictment of Donald Trump and Donald Trump is facing federal criminal charges, including uh, one pertaining to the espionage act. They're accusing Donald Trump of being a spy of selling out his country Welcome to uh, the United States of Sierra Leone. This is absolutely banana republic stuff. It should be shocking. It's not. Uh, We now know we live in a police state. We now know we have the most corrupt uh, presidential administration in American history, which doesn't like Donald Trump and doesn't want Donald Trump to run again. So they're indicting the man in federal court. He will appear in Miami before a judge at 3 p.m. on Tuesday. And that'll be after a rally and before another rally and in the middle of a presidential campaign. I don't care if you hate Trump. I don't care if you love Joe Biden, if you if you if you're supporting Biden. This has to. This has to make you sick to your stomach what has happened to our country. I'm not sure there's any other way to look at it. I have a simple question for everybody out there, for for all my friends who are hate listening, who are Democrats who hate Trump. If Donald Trump decided he wasn't going to run again, if he said, you know, I'm 76 years old, I've, uh, I've been president, I, uh, you know, I got kids, grandkids, I want to play some golf, I got things to do. Do you really think he'd be indicted today if he weren't running for president? I think we all know the answer to that. Of course not. They are indicting him to stop him from challenging Joe Biden. There is no limit to the corruption, to the to the nefariousness of this administration. They don't care. Here's what, here's what people miss when they talk about this, when they when they watch this thing unfold. Joe Biden, Merrick Garland, the whole the whole evil cabal of uh, of you know Barack Obama and Susan Rice and Jill Biden, none of them cares how bad this looks. They're not concerned with optics. They know the mainstream media has their backs, and I just spent about two hours watching some of the uh, some of the state-run media, and uh, they're playing along. They're doing their part. They're uh, they're they're covering this from every angle. They just had a panel on MSNBC. Throw that up on the screen for me, Ironhead, with ten people on the panel, and they all hate Trump, and they all say the same things over and over again. That's that's diversity at NBC. Just have ten Trump haters on 
to talk about how this is a, a dark day for the Republic. Well, they're right about that. It is a dark day for the Republic. And, uh, and uh, there is, and, and this will not succeed. Obviously, they want to stop from running. This will embolden him, as we know. And it will embolden his base as a DeSantis supporter. I'm disappointed in this from a number of, uh, on a number of levels. But this is another big boost to the Trump campaign. That's the, re- that's the level of madness, insanity we have reached. They're indicting him for federal crimes, including espionage. There's the, there's the panel. Ten people on the panel all saying the same thing. There is, here is NBC celebrating diversity. <laughs> but uh, as a guy who was rooting for Ron DeSantis, here's what I'm going to admit this morning. It's over. I'm sorry. It is over, unfortunately, for my guy. DeSantis, he tweeted something out. He'll say something. He'll support Trump. Maybe he'll promise to uh, pardon him, which is what Vivek Ramaswamy has already done. Maybe some of the Republican candidates will be in Florida to show their support on Tuesday. Not a bad idea. But I feel, I fear that uh, the Biden uh, the, the lawless Biden regime has just put Donald Trump over the top. And I'll, 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 I'll give you, uh, I'll, I'll explain it. Think of this. Just picture a, a typical Trump supporter, somebody who loves Trump, somebody who has a sign or whatever. Is, is that person more determined or less to go to the, to the voting booth and vote for their guy? Now picture just a undecided, a guy maybe likes DeSantis, maybe likes Tim Scott, and he's saying, you know, Trump has a lot of baggage. Trump can only serve one term. Trump's old. Let me see who I, who I you know, vote for. They are creating Trump voters. They're creating Trump momentum here. It is a great, you know, catch-22. They hate the man so much. They think he's evil. They think, that, and, and this explains everything. I've said it before. We'll say it again. He's Hitler. If a guy is Hitler, there's you don't have to worry about ethics or morality or what's right, what's wrong. You have to do everything in your power to stop him, including making up charges, whether it's in New York with Alvin Bragg or in Atlanta or in, uh, or, or in Washington with this uh, far left uh, special prosecutor, Jack Smith. It doesn't matter if these charges are legit. He's Hitler. He must be stopped. And that's how the whole apparatus feels, including the media, the mainstream media, big tech, and uh, the ruling class in Washington. They will do anything, ethics be damned, to stop Donald Trump. This will not stop him unless, of course, he's in federal prison. I think that might be problematic. He's going to be campaigning with an ankle bracelet on. And all it will do is help him. That that person, that, that, A, there's not one person who is abandoning Trump because of this. And B, there are people who are undecided, who are trying to, you know, look at the field saying, do I want to, you know, uh, do I want to throw in with Trump again or do I want to go with DeSantis or someone else? Those people are jumping onto the Trump train today. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, uh, I'm wavering. I'm, I'm thinking, man, um, what they're doing to this man is so wrong. It's so un-American. It's such a pathetic banana republic move that um, it almost feels like 
all decent Americans have to support Donald Trump. I don't want to, but they're, (laughs) they're going to make me before this is over. This is just insane on so many levels. It really is. I mean, I understand. I understand. People hate him. They don't care. I've tweeted about it and people just say, you know, he's a criminal, whatever. He had documents in Mar-a-Lago under lock and key. The lock and key was put there when they demanded, the National Archives demanded he put a lock on the door. So he did. So they knew it was there. They knew it was safe. The Secret Service was there. It was the safest place you could put classified documents. Joe Biden had him in five different locations, including in his garage, as we know, next to the Corvette, in the Penn Biden Center, which is bankrolled by the Chinese Communist Party, uh, in uh, in his home in uh, Delaware, and his uh, and in Chinatown, and his lawyer's office in Boston. So he's got classified documents in five different locations, and he admits some of them go back almost fifty years to when he was in the Senate. So I'll explain the difference. Uh, Donald Trump just took boxes, threw them in the helicopter, went to Mar-a-Lago. By the time he got to Mar-a-Lago, I believe he was still president. So he had every right to take these boxes. Joe Biden, when he was senator, there's only one way a senator can um, take, um, can have classified documents. He stole them. You're only allowed to look at them in a skiff, in in a secret location, secret room. You don't get to take them home. When you're when you're a senator. So Joe Biden stole classified documents, some of which pertain to Ukraine. And we'll get to that. That's okay. Hillary Clinton, as we know, uh, destroyed 33,000 subpoenaed emails and smashed her devices with a hammer. I would call that the definition of obstruction of justice. No charges. It is this is the greatest example of a two-tier justice system. And I think even the dumbest person, even someone who pays no attention to the news is watching this and going, wait, they want to put him in federal prison for, oh, he's, he's facing a hundred years, by the way, yep. federal prison for possessing classified documents. Um, that's it, which he had every right to take. And whether he had the right, whether he declassified them or not, that's debatable. That's something you, know, you can you can work out with the authorities. But you raid his home and then you charge him with a crime for doing exactly what Joe Biden, our sitting president, did. Exactly what Hillary Clinton did and Mike Pence and Barack Obama, for that matter. It is a process crime. It is a civil offense. This this idea that he endangered national security is so insane and and. It, it, that doesn't stop the media from parroting the uh, the uh, Biden uh, the Biden narrative and saying yes uh, he was going to sell. I believe Jen Psaki said this morning that they were afraid he was going to sell Iran nuclear secrets to the Saudi Arabians. Now you can hate Trump all you want. I understand he's obnoxious. Lots of people don't like him. Does anyone really think Donald Trump was going to sell? Classified documents to the Saudis? That's absurd. That's not what he does. That's what the Bidens do. <laughs> that's, that's what the Bidens have done. They have sold out the country for millions, gotten rich while in political office. Trump was the opposite. Trump lost money while president. Trump didn't need money. You really think a billionaire is going to sell secret documents to the Saudis? These people have lost their minds. That's what Trump does to them. 
Trump derangement, derangement syndrome is worse than ever. In, and they, uh, there's, I guess there's just no end to it. They will stop at nothing until he's dead and buried and in the grave. They will stop at nothing to, uh, to imprison him. That's the point we're at in this country. Our commander-in-chief uh, imprisons his chief rival. That's what he's arrested. He's going to arrest, indict, and attempt to imprison his political rival. I've been paying attention to the news and politics for a long time. I never thought we'd get to this point in this country. Hell, Donald Trump could have done it to Hillary Clinton. Maybe he should have done it to Hillary Clinton. He did not. It's not good for the country, but Joe Biden, Merrick Garland, the whole Democrat Party, they don't care. It's all about politics. They will enable the criminal in the Oval Office and stop at nothing to put his chief political rival in jail. Sad, sad day, and everybody knows Everybody's aware this would never have happened if he weren't running. It is 100% political. It is vindictive and it is un-American. I, I can't believe we're even talking about this. Um, and he, it, the, the good news for Trump is it's going to be in Florida, we believe, although they'll try to change the venue. He won't get one of those rigged D.C. juries that put so many people away, including all the January Sixers, the place where Trump got what was it, 5% of the vote, where people just have a virulent hatred for the man. That is D.C. This is in Florida. It's different. There'll, there might be some Trump haters, but there'll be some, some people who look at this and understand exactly what it is, a political hit job. So that's the good news. But uh, that doesn't make it any less insane. This is from the Daily Mail. Donald Trump could face 100 years behind bars if he's convicted of all seven charges. The 76-year-old said he'd been told he will be indicted in relation to espionage. The first time in U.S. history that a former uh, president has faced federal charges. Trump is facing four separate counts, each carrying a potential prison time of 20 years. Conspiracy to obstruct justice, withholding a document or record, corruptly concealing a document or record and concealing a document in a federal investigation. One count carries a 10-year sentence, willful retention of national defense information. Uh, I'm sorry. When you think about this, it's, it, it, uh, it's, just, it's, it's just so selective, this prosecution. When you think about it, Biden had pl- uh, classified documents in five different locations, not secure at all. Hell, Hunter Biden and his friends in the Chinese Communist Party had access to these documents in the garage next to the Corvette. Trump's were under lock and key and under Secret Service protection. How is that? Uh, what's the term? Willful retention of nas- national defense information. And of course, the Biden supporters will say, the media will say, yeah, but Joe Biden handed them right over. That is just such bull handed them right over. He got caught. A whistleblower pointed out that Biden had classified documents in the Penn Biden Center. The FBI was going to go get him. They gave Biden the courtesy of letting his lawyers search the office and hand them over. They didn't do that for Donald Trump for obvious reasons. Um, all right, let's get to uh, the, let's get to the big story this morning. This is from uh, CNN. CNN's got a big exclusive. They're, they're, they're bouncing back, baby. CNN, 
is uh, I, I, I did this this morning. I had to. I watched CNN. I watched MSNBC for like an hour and a half. All I can tell you is they may have mentioned the Biden scandal. They may have mentioned the fact that our sitting president took a bribe from a foreign country to make a policy decision. They, that may have come up. I didn't see it. That's the great gift they give their allies in the media. They don't, they can't ignore the Biden scandal. That is why Trump is going to be indicted because of the Biden scandal. There's two things that, that, that made this possible. One, Trump's running, Trump's the, four, the leader, Trump's up 30 points on DeSantis. And two, Joe Biden is in real trouble. I'm not sure how much more the FBI can do to protect him. The, the, uh, the walls are closing in. We'll get to the, the latest on that. But this is the big breaking news this morning. And uh, CNN is just giddy over the moon about this. They say there is a tape uh, from a 2021 meeting in which Trump talked about retaining secret military information that had not been declassified, according to the transcript of the audio obtained by CNN. Quote, as president, I could have declassified, but now I can't, he said on, on audio tape. Uh, CNN obtained the transcript or a portion, a transcript of a portion of the meeting where Trump is discussing classified Pentagon documents about attacking Iran. In the recording, um, Trump says that he did not declassify the documents he's referencing according to the transcript. All right, he's talking about a possible attack on Iran. I'm reading the story from CNN. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, uh, nine paragraphs down. Ready for this? Trump was complaining in the meeting about chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley. Mark Milley was planning an attack on Iran. That is eight paragraphs down in the story. I'm sorry, if you're an American you're a, you're a concerned American citizen. Is it more upsetting to you that Trump talked about this document knowing it hadn't been declassified? Or Mark Milley, who is still the chairman of Joint Chiefs, that bloated fraud, was planning, had a plan. Here is uh, the quote from Trump. He says, with Milley, I'll show you an example. He said he wanted to attack Iran. Isn't that amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. They presented me with this. This is off the record. They presented me with this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him looking at attacking Iran. I'm sorry, CNN, they hate Trump. They like Milley. He's woke. He, he did his best to undermine Trump, so he's their hero. I'm a little more concerned about the current uh, chief, uh, the current joint chief of staff, the, the current head of the military, planning to attack Iran. And it's not even, I, I'm telling you, this was barely mentioned on CNN. They're bragging about this big scoop, and they barely mentioned the fact that in this classified document, Mark Milley devised a plan to attack Iran. That's what we're talking about. And, and, and that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Trump actually seeing the document and talking about it and saying it might not be declassified. 
that's that's not good. I would say that that's not good. But the fact that our Joint Chiefs of Staff, the chairman, is planning to attack Iran, a little more concerning. But again, it doesn't matter to the media. It doesn't matter to the Democrats. All that matters is that if they can possibly derail Donald Trump and his attempt to return to the White House, they uh, they're they're going to do their best. This is just the beginning, by the way. He's going to be indicted in Atlanta also. He's facing the charges in New York. He's going to be on the campaign, and he's going to be going to court, getting arraigned, making appearances, facing charges every day. And I'll say this. This this might ruin most men. It might you know, give them pause. Maybe they reconsider their candidacy. You know Trump. He is digging in. He's doubling down. He's never going to give up. Rachel Maddow was saying last night that there there might be a deal in the works where they could drop the charges if he agrees not to run. I mean, Rachel Maddow's an idiot, but that, even by her standards, is so stupid. You imagine the federal government, the prosecutor, the Defense Department, Merrick Garland, who's, you know, Jack Smith is his puppet. Biden and Garland are running this investigation. Can you imagine the the prosecutor the special prosecutor says, you know, you create, you committed all these felonies, including espionage, but if you just agree not to run, we'll drop them. They're not supposed to be political, Rachel, you idiot. How, how does that make any sense at all? Even Lawrence O'Donnell, who's on with her, says, you know, that would have to come from the defense. That wouldn't be able that that's not something the prosecutor could do, which is obvious, which is common sense. But this dummy, Rachel Maddow, is just so blinded. They're all so blinded by their hatred of Trump. And they're all so thrilled. They're giddy that this takes their guy, Joe Biden, off the front page. This makes it easier for for Biden to uh, avoid answering questions about his own criminal activity, him and his son. But... uh, all right, we got much. We got so much to get to. Let's. Uh, what do you want to start with here, Ironhead? Before we get to the, you know, that little minor uh, infraction where Joe Biden took five million bucks, I'm going to say that 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 case, that's as clear as day, man. That is as clear as day. They have an informant, a reliable veteran informant, a guy who's been working for the FBI for ten years, a guy who has been considered one of their best informants, explaining, laying out the case of how Joe Biden took money to make policy decisions. And by the way, we have Joe Biden on tape. Everybody's seen it a thousand times of him saying he's withholding the billion dollars in USAID until they fire the prosecutor, the prosecutor looking into his son's corrupt company. So they fire the prosecutor. So, so Joe Biden got it done. And what do he get for it? At least 5 million bucks. And he tried to, Tried to hide it with various shell companies and LLCs, but uh, I don't think he succeeded. So what happens? What's his response? Uh, indict Trump. All right. We'll get to, we got to get to some of the sound. We got to get to Marjorie Taylor Greene explaining exactly what she saw in the skiff. They're not allowed to, you know, make copies, but she took some good notes and she explains it. And to me, it is clear cut. It is the most clear cut example of political corruption I've ever seen. We have a criminal in the White House. Uh, you know, they they want to make sure Donald Trump gets in there again. But I can't imagine too many Democrats are feeling good about their guy 
They're dementia-ridden criminal today. They really can't. But we'll get to that. It's shocking. And we'll get to some of the uh, reaction to the indictment, including from uh, Ron DeSantis and other other contenders who can't be feeling good about this. Trump's biggest bump, I think he got, was when Alvin Bragg indicted him on 34 counts, civil uh, in in the... uh, not the civil case with Eugene Carroll, but the Stormy Daniels case. He got a bump from that. That hurt DeSantis because DeSantis announced shortly thereafter it didn't help him. He's going to get a bigger bump for this. You're going to see more people with Trump flags and Trump hats and more rallies. His rallies just got bigger. His ratings just got bigger. That's the that's the catch-22. You can do this, Joe Biden, Merrick Garland. You can do this, Barack Obama, but it ain't going to slow down the momentum for Donald Trump. It is, it is in a weird way, in a paradoxical way, the more they try to stop him from getting back to the white house, the more they help him. And the only way they can really stop him is put him in prison. If he makes a deal, if he beats the rap, uh, if it's pending, if it's, you know, the trial is in December and elections in November, it will only strengthen him. It will only help him. Good luck with that, Joe Biden. All right, we got lots to get to on this wild Friday in the uh, United States of uh, of Pakistan. A, we are a third world country. Officially, we've become a banana republic. I never thought I'd see the day, but here we are. Thanks to the Biden crime family. Thanks to the criminal cabal operating out of the White House. We are officially in banana republic territory. We'll get to all the details on this and the Biden indictment. And we got good news. Finally, finally, Bud Light was knocked off. It's no longer the number one beer in America. The greatest boycott I've ever seen has succeeded beyond my wildest dreams. We'll tell you who knocked off. And Tucker Carlson came out with part two of Tucker on Twitter, a 12 minute video. These are great, by the way, there's no commercials. There's no guests. It's just him doing his thing. He's such a good writer. He goes places no one else goes. We'll play you a clip of that, and we'll try to figure it out. It's a little cryptic about Barack Obama and his personal life. I'd never heard this before, but, man, is it uh, intriguing. We'll get to that and lots more. But first, the best-selling Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier uses proven oxy technology that quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and so much more. With over 350,000 already sold, you know it works. Any smell will vanish after just a few seconds with the thunderstorm being on. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. The powerful thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules which seek out and destroy odors. These molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. Best of all, no filters to buy over and over again, saving you real money. Start enjoying your home again and get several Eden Pure Thunderstorms. Right now, you could save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm free pack for home hole protection. You get three units for under $200. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, family room, kitchen, anywhere you need clean, fresh air. Just go to EdenPureDeals.com and put in discount code JERRY to save $200. That's G-E-R-R-Y. That's EdenPureDeals.com, discount code JERRY. Shipping is free. All right, before we get to um, um, Marjorie Taylor Greene and others who've seen 
the document have seen the truth about Joe Biden's dirty dealings? By the way, we'll get to it, but quick question for the people, and I hear from them all the time. Every time I tweet about this, there's a group of uh, Biden supporters that come after me and blah, blah. You can, can you explain why Joe Biden set up 20 shell companies, 20 LLCs? Can someone explain that? And question, I'm trying to keep it simple. By the way, the informant said he created these companies to cover his tracks and said the government would take at least 10 years to, uh, to uh, get to the bottom of it, to expose the scheme. And as Marjorie Taylor Greene said, they did it in six months. Good work by the Oversight Committee. But the other question is, question number two is, what were they selling? Can any Democrat, can any Biden supporter give me an answer to that? What were they, what was the product? What was the service? You have a business, the Biden, Biden Inc., making tens of millions of dollars from foreign actors. What were they selling? Can, can anyone ever answer that? No, the answer is no. By the way, we're going to take the questions and comments today. It is Rumble Friday, so uh, if you have a question, throw it up there. Ironhead will uh, save it for me, and we'll get to the uh get to it at the end before we're through here, but let's get to Trump. And by the way, in trip typical, just classic Trump fashion. This is a huge story, right? Well, do you know how it broke? Donald Trump broke it on true social and uh, he made a video. He's got a couple of uh, posts, you know, typical kind of rants from Donald Trump. In this case, I don't blame him for being a little unhinged. I would be too. This is just, so wrong. But let's watch a little bit of the 45th president announcing that the current president is trying to put him in prison. Go ahead. A boxer's hoax, just like the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax and all of the others. This has been going on for seven years. They can't stop because it's election interference at the highest level. There's never been anything like what's happened. I'm an innocent man. I'm an innocent person. Uh, They had the Mueller hoax, the Mueller report. And that came out, no collusion after two and a half years. They come after me because now we're leading in the polls again by a lot against Biden and against the Republicans by a lot. But we're leading against Biden by a lot, a tremendous amount. And we went up to a level that they figured the way they're going to stop us is by using what's called warfare. And that's what it is. This is warfare for the law. And we can't let it happen. We can't let it happen. Our country is going to hell and they come after (laughs) Donald Trump. We have such big problems and this shouldn't be one of them. It's a hoax. The whole thing is a hoax. Just like Russia, 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 just like the fake dossier was a hoax. You saw the Durham report. You saw the Mueller report. It was all a big hoax. You had two impeachments and they lost and we won. And we had tremendous support. But that was a hoax and a scam. And now they're doing it again. It's just a continuation. Seven years. I'm innocent and we will prove that very, very soundly and hopefully very quickly. Thank you very much. You know what? You can say what you want. He's right. You know what else came to the became obvious? He was impeached for a phone call to Zelensky telling him to look into the corruption of the Bidens and Burisma. He was impeached for that. They said he was election interference because Biden might be his opponent. Biden hadn't declared yet. He wasn't actually a candidate. That was election interference. As I said at the time, 
The only re- only way that could be inappropriate is if Biden were innocent, if Hunter Biden were innocent, if they were indeed taking money, if they were indeed you know, money laundering or influence peddling, then, of, then, then Trump had an obligation to ask Ukraine to look into it. He wasn't, it wasn't just impeachable, it was uh, obligatory. He had to do it. So he did it. He was right. They were taking money. They were corrupt. And he got impeached for it, which brings me to another question for today. When the hell are they going to impeach Biden? What What are they waiting for? Marjorie Taylor Greene filed art, art, articles of impeachment on the inauguration day. I would say six months later, you got a little dirt on the man. So why not today? Why not this morning? Why don't they take a vote? They have the House. You could impeach him today. What are they waiting for? It just, I, it makes no sense. We know he's taken money. He's taken bribes. We know he's taken tens of millions of dollars. He has sold out America. How is that not impeachable? How is he still sitting in the Oval Office? How is he still making appearances and babbling incoherently as, as our commander in chief? It's just wrong. But all right, uh, throw, uh, you got the DeSantis thing. Throw that up there again. I want to do uh, DeSantis because he's getting a lot of heat from all the uh, Trumpers. Uh, what he says here, I thought it was fine. I thought it was about what you'd expect from uh, from a candidate. Uh, uh, right here. You have the, uh, the statement from uh, Ron DeSantis. Yeah. I mean, uh, all the candidates made statements, but most of them don't matter. He says, uh, the weaponization of federal law enforcement represents a mortal threat to a free society. We have for years witnessed an unseen an uneven application of the law, depending on political affiliations. Why so zealous in pursuing Trump, yet so passive about Hillary or Hunter? The DeSantis administration will bring accountability to the DOJ, uh, excise political bias, and end weaponization once and for all. That's fine. That's about what you'd expect from him. The Trumpers are pissed because he talks about the DeSantis administration. I mean... It, it, they, it only works one. Trump can say anything he wants about DeSantis. He can call him a child molester, and that's okay. But if DeSantis doesn't just fall in line, he gets all kinds of grief from the Trumpers. It's ridiculous. That's a good response. DeSantis will handle it well. Most of the candidates will handle it well, except Asa Hutchinson. He's calling for, I mean, I, Mr. when Mr. 0% is calling for Trump to step down, which is absurd, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Tuesday is going to be a big day in Miami. We'll see if some of the candidates are there to support him. Uh, they should be. They, they should be because this is scary stuff. Even if you're running against him, you can't like what we're looking at. One more thing before we get to Biden's scandals. There's a guy, Mike Davis. He's on cable news a lot. He was a uh, he was he worked for Chuck Grassley for a while. He was a law clerk for uh, Judge Gorsuch. On the Supreme Court, he's a pundit. He's a he's a he's an activist. He's good. He's really good. And he's been tweeting, talking about this thing for for a long time, and he's still sticking to his guns. He says what Trump did was take documents about Crossfire Hurricane, about the Russia hoax, which implicate Hillary, Obama, and Biden. Obviously, Hillary came up with the whole Russia hoax. Obviously, the media played along. The DOJ played along. They went after Trump before he was elected and after he elected with the completely fabricated, made-up, peepee hoax story. His theory is, and I have no reason to doubt it, 
is they want to get those documents back because it implicates them all in a criminal scheme. And, and Biden and Trump took them as insurance and they wanted them back. And that's why they raided Mar-a-Lago and that's why they were indicting him because these documents, they're not about, you know, Iran or Saudi Arabia. They're about crossfire hurricane and they are trouble for all these powerful people, including Barack Obama and uh, Joe Biden. But uh, let's get to the real scandal. This is incredible to me. Again, I, I spent an hour and a half watching cable news. Uh, Fox talked about it, Newsmax, but nothing from MSNBC and CNN. We now know, in my, in my, I'm, I'm just going to say it definitively, we know Joe Biden took a bribe, a $5 million bribe. I, I think he took a lot more than that as we've learned in recent weeks from other countries, foreign adversaries. I mean, Biden Inc. was selling influence. They were selling policy decisions uh, to foreign adversaries. The in Yesterday, members of the Oversight Committee went into the skiff and looked at this document, this testimony from a uh, whistleblower, a reliable whistleblower who laid out the scheme Joe Biden took $5 million. Hunter got $5 million, which, by the way, is corroborated on the laptop when Hunter complains that he has to give half his money to his father <laughs> but, and, uh, and bitches that he has to support the whole family. He has to pay the bills at, at Joe's various mansions because, you know, Joe's just not going to let his son keep all this dirty cash. Anyway, we learned this. It sounds credible. It sounds, it sounds like like true, you know, it sounds real. I'm not really sure what the flaw, what the hole in this case is. A reliable whistleblower lays out the plan. Joe Biden has gotten rich. He set up 20 LLCs to cover his tracks. He's uh, funneled money to nine members of his family. At least we got all kinds of supporting uh, testimony and evidence from the laptop from Tony Bobolinsky. It's a pretty, pretty clear cut case of, political corruption. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, bless her heart, walked out of the skiff with notes and started explaining exactly what she saw. And it is damning. Sadly, we don't really have a media in this country. We have uh, an arm of the Biden administration who has ignored. It's, it's remarkable. Even though we know they're corrupt, they, we know they're liars. We know they're activists. We know they're liberals. We know they hate Trump. We know they love Biden. You think there might be a shred of professional dignity left in the media? No, just forget that. No, they're ignoring a story, a, a story which the FBI did their best to cover up. That's another part of the story that the sitting president took $5 million to make policy decisions in Ukraine. <laughs> kind of a big deal. But uh, thankfully, people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and James Comer, they're not going to let it go. If we hadn't, if the GOP hadn't won the House, this would never have seen the light of day. And Joe Biden could just blithely go on with his life, taking millions, buying mansions. Uh, I don't think, I think the jig is up. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene went on, I think she went on a couple shows last night, went on with uh, Laura Ingram, laid it out. Let's listen, and you tell me, if this isn't a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger deal than Trump taking a couple of classified documents back uh, to Mar-a-Lago and putting them under lock and key. Go ahead. Let's listen. 
Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene of the House Oversight Committee. Congresswoman, so the reporting would be then, if this were true, that the Burisma scheme is confirmed, then Trump is indicted. I'm sure it's just a coincidence. This all just happened. Sheer coincidence. Finally, we get the information on on alleged bribes of the Biden family through shell corporations, et cetera. Well, I have to tell you, Laura, I, I feel like we're winning and we won some today when everyone feels like we're losing, especially with this indictment of President Trump and this this document hoax. But what we read today in the skiff and I wanted I want to let everyone know this was an unclassified document. This is a document that all of America should be able to see. But the FBI is stonewalling us and they would only let us see it in a skiff. Well, what I did after reading the document is I made notes when I walked out and I went to the table and I wrote down everything that I had just read so that I could come out and tell the American people what I read. Uh, Real quick, before she reads this, is that legal to do that? Because isn't that more or less just bringing the document out? No, that's what you can do. You can't copy it. You can't record it or take pictures. But I mean, they can't stop you from making notes after you leave. But I do like the way she held it up like, hey, you know, <laughs> you think you could stop me? I got I got a pretty good memory here. Okay. Sure. She sat with the other Republicans and they came up with the list and she just lays it out. This, this It is remarkable. The FBI is still covering. This is an unclassified document. It should be we should have it right now. It should be on the screen in front of me. We should all be able to look at it. But the FBI is concerned with one thing now. It is concerned with protecting the corrupt commander in chief, period. That's its job right now. If you are in the FBI, that's what you are. You are a uh, you are a foot soldier for the corrupt Biden administration, period. Let's uh, listen to more from Marjorie Taylor Greene as she lays it out. Go ahead. And it's exactly what you and many others have been reporting for so long. And it's what everyone already knew. I filed articles of impeachment on Joe Biden's inauguration day exactly for this Burisma pay-to-play schemes. And when he was vice president, we now know through the FD-1023 form that we read today that Joe Biden was paid $5 million, along with Hunter Biden being paid $5 million in order to get Victor Shokin fired so that he would not be investigating Burisma anymore. And Hunter Biden was working very hard to get Burisma to buy a U.S. oil and gas company. And Hunter Biden was promising that there would be a lot of capital invested into this business deal. Well, when are we going to get those redacted bank records, uh, Congresswoman? I mean, the redacted bank records of the Biden, the whole clan. So we can finally figure out how did the Biden family get so rich? I mean, that's just a simple question that reporters don't want to ask. How did they become so wealthy with Joe Biden in public service for decades and decades? How did it happen? Well, we have been investing, investigating that on the Oversight Committee, and I really have to applaud the Oversight staff, Chairman Comer, and all of the members on the committee. This, is, this informant, which is, by the way, the FBI called this informant for this 1023 form, their most credible paid FBI informant. And they, they are trying to uh, make sure that we don't get our hands on more. But what we've been able to uncover is we read 
over 2,000 pages of SARS reports in the Treasury Department. And those SARS reports are bank records produced by banks. They're, they're reports. And they have to report them by law whenever they see evidence of a crime or certain types of wire transfers. Yeah, they're in trouble. 2,000 pages of SARS reports on the Bidens, 20 shell companies. I mean, this is like reading fiction. Like if you were to make up a fictional corrupt president, this is what he would do. This would be the evidence. You got the crackhead son as the point man. You got these fake businesses. You got all these bank accounts. They were sending encrypted messages and making names of these, uh, coming up with names for these shell companies to be intentionally confusing. They're very similar names with different, one letter being different, all designed to cover their tracks, thinking, you know, we're never going to get caught, at least not till Joe Biden's out of office. And, you know, we've spent all the, the ill-gotten gains. They got caught. This is a massive story, a, a just a monumental story. And the media is just completely ignoring it. You could pick up the New York Times, I'm not sure anyone would ever do that, but, or Washington Post today, there will not be a word. I don't even know this for a fact, I'm guessing. Not a word about our president taking a $5 million bribe. He, this guy, he is just so incredibly corrupt. And listen to his uh, response. We got Joe Biden when asked about this. Remarkably, somebody got a question, and this won't happen again. This reporter, whoever it is, is probably a Newsmax guy. Boom, he'll be out on his ass, he'll be kicked out of the next press conference because obviously most of the media is invested in protecting this criminal. But he was asked about it. Listen to the glib response he gives to proof that he is, that he has sold out his country. Go ahead. The bribery allegation, Congresswoman Nancy May says there's damning evidence in the FBI file that he sold out the country. Do you have a response to congressional Republicans? Where's the money? I'm joking. Mr. President, Mr. President, it's a bunch of malarkey. Where's the money? He smiles. He's proud of the fact that he thinks he has left no paper trail, that he thinks creating 20 shell companies and having all these bank transfers and crypt, he thinks he's done it. He's pulled it off because he's done it for years. I mean, let's be honest. The guy's been, uh, he was taking bribes in uh, when he was vice president. And that was years ago probably taken bribes since he was a senator. I mean, do you think he has any moral line that he won't cross? Of course not. Uh, and he just glibly says, where's the money? <laughs> See if you can get me. Catch me if you can. Um, we've seen aerial photographs of his various mansions. I'd say there's where some of the money is. And some of them went to his grandkids and his daughter-in-law and his uh, dead son's widow Oh, that's the same thing. Dead son's widow and his son's girlfriend, same thing. Son's girlfriend's sister, who he's also banging. Yeah, that her too. They're all getting money. And uh, he smiles and says, where's the money? <laughs> and he just knows. He knows the media. He has the media, big tech, and the Department of Justice all in his back pocket so he can smile and smugly say, you ain't got uh, nothing you can do about it. Just see if you can catch me. Oh, it's just despicable. It really is. But anyway, that, that's going to be good. They got two more uh, uh, Form 1023s. She said that was one. They got two more from the informant, from the whistleblower. He, they got him dead to rights. Doesn't matter because he controls the Department of Justice and controls the media and controls the Senate. So it really doesn't matter. But uh, 
they have to keep digging, man. They have to keep digging because it's good to see this criminal being exposed. But uh, anyway, it's good to know that one part of his motivation for sending, you know, 113 billion in U.S. weapons to Ukraine was, you know, his dirty business dealings. I'd love to know how that, uh, how just how compromised he is, you know, before we send troops. But I, right, we gotta move. Uh, we gotta get to uh, the Tucker thing, which which uh, Ironhead and I were both trying. <laughs> we're trying to figure this one out. <laughs> Tucker is so good at this, man. He leaves you wondering, and we leaves leaves you wanting more. But he came out with part two of the Tucker Twitter files. Tucker, Tucker on Twitter. And uh, we'll tell you who has knocked off Bud Light as the new number one beer. This shocked me. This stunned me. I thought I knew my beers. You know, I don't know a lot about a lot, but I know beer. This one just stunned me. We'll get to that. Lots more. But first, did you know that over the last 10 years, the inflation rate has risen 300%? That's right. 300%. It's now at a 40-year high. When inflation is out of control, it's gold that comes to the rescue. Gold also protects you against rising interest rates, the devaluation of the dollar, and a recession. Protect your savings and insure yourself against a volatile market with the only asset that rises when the economy falters, gold. Gold is so popular, central banks are stockpiling it at the fastest pace ever in recorded history. Just ask my friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold can help you protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold, the one universal currency that always retains its value. Allegiance Gold possesses the highest ratings in the industry. Five stars with TrustLink, a AAA rating with the Business Consumer Alliance, and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. For added peace of mind, you can even opt to have your gold delivered securely right to your front door. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithgoldnow.com. Dot com today or give them a call at 844-790-9191. Ensure your future financial stability with the company that consumers trust, Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithgoldnow.com or call 844-790-9191. All right, uh, let's do, let's get to Tucker. Uh, he put out a 12-minute video. This is the second one. By the way, his fight with... Uh, Fox News is heating up. They consider this, Fox News consider this a breach of contract because he's under contract and he can't go to another TV network. We know he was in discussions with Newsmax. We were hoping, but that can't happen yet. So they consider it a breach of contract to post on Twitter. I would like to be Tucker's lawyer on this one. I know. (laughs) So if you're a host on Fox, like, you know, Laura or Sean or Jesse Waters or whoever, and you're posting on Twitter, which they do every day. They put clips from their show. They put tweets. They put commentary. They can do that, but Tucker can't. The guy that you fired, just because you're still paying him, he's not allowed to go on Twitter? What sense does that make? I think I think this is brilliant. Tucker can do his thing. He can do it without breaching his contract. He can wait, bide his time. And if the opportunity is right, like Newsmax comes along in a month or two months or six months, then he can make his move. Until then, he will post these videos and get people talking. Do you have the uh, the first video was what over was like 80 million views. It was like approaching Super Bowl numbers. This one, I don't think was quite as big. Uh, although 
give it time. People might, you know, over the weekend, check it out, watch it, but whatever. It's much, much bigger audience than Fox News is getting or any TV network is getting at this point. He's getting a huge audience because, again, no commercials, no guests, just Tucker for 10, 12 minutes doing his thing. This one was about taboos and how we're, uh, we should cling to our taboos. And a lot of the focus was on child, you know, child molesting and, was about the Instagram story. Instagram is the uh, the platform for uh, you know freaks who are into child porn. That was a big story in the Wall Street Journal the other day. Talk about that and how you know drag queens and how we're trying to uh, you know destigmatize child molesters by calling them maps, uh, minor attracted people. That kind of depravity he talked about. But there was one point which he talked about Barack Obama and, you know, secrets we kept about presidents in the past. And you often hear and say, you know, people, people covered up for JFK because he had girlfriends on the side or people covered up for FDR because he was in a wheelchair. And it's kind of a tradition that you don't, you know, you don't know everything about your president, but this is something I had no idea about, but uh, let's listen to Tucker drop this little cryptic, observation about President Obama. Go ahead. By 2008, it was obvious to anybody who was paying attention that Barack Obama had a strange and highly creepy personal life, yet nobody ever asked him about it. By that point, a leader's behavior within his own marriage, the core relationship of his life, had been declared irrelevant. It was Barack Obama's business, not yours. (laughs) Okay. Uh, maybe I'm not that bright. I pay real close attention to politics, to the news. You know, I, I follow these things. I was on the air in 2008. I was following it very, very closely. Any guesses, Ironhead, on what he's talking about? Or people on the comment line? Any guesses? Uh, I've seen a lot of people insinuating that he's either gay or that Michelle Obama might not be a woman. Those are the, <laughs> oh, those were the two I saw. Well, God bless Tucker for piquing my curiosity, but I would love to know what the hell, what is it at? 38 million views. That's incredible. And that'll go up to 50 million. That's just, you know, his observations about the world today, 50 million or, you know, the first one will probably go up to hundred million, but I don't know what he's talking about. I'd love to know. Michelle Obama's a dude says Mark on the comment line. That's news to me. I mean, obviously, you know, people insult her or people, you know, whatever on Twitter want to take shots at her. You might say that, but I I don't think it's real. Is it? I didn't know he had a creepy personal life. I mean, I, I can't stand the man. I think he was the most divisive, destructive president we've had until Joe Biden in my lifetime. But I didn't know. I was not aware. I'm looking forward to maybe part three. Tucker will fill us in or maybe someone on Social media, do some digging and we'll learn more. I mean, he's the biggest hypocrite in the world. He was sitting in his Martha's Vineyard oceanfront mansion yesterday, I believe, tweeting about uh, climate change, about the climate crisis. Another flim flam man totally trying to con the public into thinking the world is ending. But anyway, the world is ending for Bud Light. Let me do Shay and then we'll get to Bud Light and whatever time we could do some of the comments and questions i see them on there uh but uh first 
As you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They Leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com and... While you're there, you can look for a job. Shake Concrete is hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com. All right, the winner is, this shocks me. And I know the beer buying, beer drinking is often regional. You know, there are places where Coors is popular and places where Miller and Corona Bud Light is no longer the most popular beer in America. It only took two months to knock it off. This is the greatest boycott ever. I'm not sure, you know, which company is ever going to hire Dylan Mulvaney again, but you'd think this would be an object lesson for uh, corporate America to not, you know, get in bed or get in the bubble bath with (laughs) these people. Uh, This is from Fox News. Bud Light has been dethroned as America's most popular beer, according to consumer data Obtained by CBS, the title was won in May by Modelo Especial. I've never drank a Modelo. Maybe I did when I was like on vacation somewhere like in uh, Mexico where I've been a couple of times. Maybe I did, but I don't remember. I don't, I've never bought like a six pack of Modelo. Uh, Their sales increased by 30, 333 million since last year. Um, Bud Light, in comparison, sold $297 million worth of Bud Light for the four weeks ending May 21st. So they, Modelo sold $333 million in a month, Bud Light $297 million. Bud Light is down like 30% now. The brand has been destroyed. Fox Business reported on tumbling Bud Light sales for weeks, revealing Tuesday the company posted a 24% decrease in sales compared to a year ago. Um, The Anheuser-Busch brand sales, that's including Budweiser, have fallen 24.5% in the past four weeks. This Dylan Mulvaney destroyed the most iconic brand in the business I can't believe other companies are still doing the rainbow trans flag thing, still celebrating diversity after this. You think they will never learn, but that's good. I'm going to have no, I'm going to have a Modelo this weekend. I'm going to make it my goal. Like I do every weekend. It's going to be a nice spring weekend, summer weekend, whatever. I'm going to just put a top on my list of things to do, not drink Bud Light, not go to target. I'm enjoying these, uh, these uh, boycotts. All right, let's get to uh, the comments, Ironhead. You got any picked out for me? Yep, just in the star tab there. Uh, oh, there it is, the star. The star tab, uh, Red Sox. Jerry, will you be going to the Turning Point Action Conference in Florida? 
I would, I would like, no, I will not be. But if I were in the neighborhood, I would go. I believe Tucker's speaking. Trump is speaking. It's a great Turning Point USA has some dough and they have some money because they hire, they have great speakers at all their events. Jerry says, Paul, did you ever consider a career teaching? I notice Jerry points out grammar and punctuation mistakes with comments and tweets. That's true. I can't stand the misuse of apostrophes, the abuse of apostrophes. So many people on Twitter don't know how to use an apostrophe. It annoys me. But uh, no, I don't think anyone would ever hire me to teach. Maybe if I moved to you know Oklahoma or something, they would allow me to teach. But usually when people are in journalism or in radio for 25 years, like I was, they end up with some phony baloney teaching job. But I don't think Emerson College is going to call me. I mean, like everything else, it's all political. Robert says, will you flee New England during the second Biden-Harris administration? Good question. I think about that all the time. I cannot believe I'm represented by uh, Ayanna Presley and Liz Warren, who is evil. Liz Warren is just an evil, rotten person. She's my senator. I'm going to the uh, Bunker Hill Day Parade uh, in Charlestown this weekend for one reason, to boo the politicians. There's a whole group of politicians. I booed uh, Michelle Wu, got her attention last year, the mayor. I'll be booing again this year. It's a great event. If you, There's a good road race Sunday and then a parade in Charlestown, and the politicians show up, and I will be there. If you're there, you will hear me booing. Where will you flee to? I don't know, Florida. I want to live in a... I want to live under Ron DeSantis at some point in Florida. Uh, do you play fantasy football? No. With, it says with your friends. No, because I don't have any friends. <laughs> I don't have any friends who play fantasy football. So I do not. I should, but uh, I should probably start gambling too, Ironhead, right? Oh, yeah, you definitely. Know, to get ready for the fall. Yeah, warm up for football. Warm up for football. I got to do that. I got to go to Encore, sit in the sports book play some bets, get into it, become a degenerate like you. I don't think I would do all the, all the prop bets you do. I just pick my favorite teams and go for it. But uh, that worked out well for me last year. Are you betting tonight? Tonight's game four, right? Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing yet. I have to look. I'm I'm looking forward to this. I can't believe I usually the Celtics aren't involved. I don't care, but I'm loving watching Denver. I like watching Miami too. It's a good series so far. I hope it, goes six, seven games, and I just am thoroughly enjoying watching Nikola Jokic, and uh, I still say the dumbest thing I've ever heard was on the Lebetard show this week when they said he's he's uh, boring to watch. What they say, boring or unwatchable? Yeah. And uh, people hate him. What? People <laughs> you, hate him? You don't hate him? Hate? How do you hate? <laughs> What's the hate about no, no, Nikola Jokic? Nothing. I mean, I don't even... What? Nothing. He's it's people. He they're saying that he's hateable. Meanwhile, Tyler Hero is on the other team, who is maybe the most hateable person I've ever seen in sports. Just because of the hats, the Why hats, the clothes, the attitude. I just hate his guy. He is going. Is he gonna f- play or what? We've been talking about this guy playing. I hope so because I'm sick of month. seeing those Get stupid. Off the bench. It was a broken wrist or a hand or whatever. He can play. Those stupid they, Jinko jeans and the dumb Gilligan hats. I'm done. Put him back in a uniform or elbow him in the face. You Tyler, get out there and play. Suck it up for Christ's sake. Hate you know, be a man. That'd be fun to see him come off the bench and see if he can play. But I'll be watching. I'll be enjoying it. And I'll be watching, uh, you know, the Trump poll numbers go through the roof. Unfortunately for we DeSantis fans, 
This was a uh, bad day for the DeSantis camp. I hate to say it. Trump, Trump, Trump 2024. It's happening. Let's go. Let's get on I'm that. Telling train. You, I'm not ready yet. Give me a, give me a, just, uh, but uh, you know, last night I felt like it was tough to be a supporter of any other candidate. This is just such a gift. If he avoids prison, it is a gift <laughs> to the Trump campaign. It is going to embolden the Trumpkins like nothing we've ever seen before. But we'll leave it there. Our show will be on the Rumble page on Newsmax. If you missed any of it or you just want to watch all the uh, the videos that uh, Ironhead was playing, you can see it on the Rumble page. We're getting good numbers on that. We're beating some of the, uh, you know, the big stars every week. But uh, it'll be up there all weekend. Sometime today they post it, right? Sometimes today, sometimes tomorrow morning. We'll we'll send out a tweet, remind you if you want to see it. But uh, anyway, that'll do it for today. Thanks to everyone for listening and commenting. Thanks, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show. Have a great weekend, and we will talk to you again Monday morning. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.